Finley's Thoughts is brought to you by the fine folks at Anchor.fm, and it's thanks to them that I get to send you out my thoughts and the thoughts of my friend Walker every week. Uh, It's also thanks to them that I get to actually put this out there and let other people hear it through such podcatchers as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, you name it, they have an avenue for you to try to put it out there. So, thanks to them, you get to hear what I got to say. Enjoy. It is a remarkably warm August here in Texas as we start this. It's Tuesday evening, as always, which means that we are recording our show. This is Finley's Thoughts. This is mm-hmm. Finley, and with me, as always, is Walker. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm pretty good. I am pretty good. Uh, had had a lot of fun. Well, sort of. Yeah, yeah, I had a lot of fun this week. Oh, good. Glad to hear that. What was, uh, what was so fun? Um... <laughs> We're going to end it with stuff then? uh, There was fun stuff happening? Last week I highlighted the visiting visiting of a childhood friend from the fourth grade. Right. Um, And uh, there were a trio of us, actually. We always hung around. We always got into trouble. Well, we didn't get into trouble yet. Well, okay. We we did did mischief together. And the other other third showed up this week by surprise. Oh, shit. He's he's from, uh, well... He's lived in a lot of places. He, he he's one of those guys. You don't know. You're, you're envious, and then you're, you're not envious, and you don't know how he does it. But um, <clears throat> excuse me. He um, he he travels all the time. You know, mm-hmm. hops on a plane on Monday, gets off the plane on Friday, mm-hmm. and then goes to a, a small little, you know, like I don't think he's owned a house in seven years lately. Um, because he moves around so much, so he just gets new apartments, you know. And anyway, <clears throat> I can uh, appreciate that. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, he's not married, so it's 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 only hard on him. But um, you never know when he's going to roll into town. And and uh, um, <laughs> I got woken up at seven thirty in the morning, which is extremely typical of the guy. When we were kids, uh, you know, he'd show up at my house in time for. Um, uh, you know, mom making waffles or something like that. And I'd come down, what's all the night? What are you doing here? It's time to get up, you idiot. You know, he's an early riser. Anyway, um, he showed up. Now, he's he's of the of, of the, the three of us. Uh, he's the non-drinking one. So, But he has other proclivities. Um, so what did we partake of? Uh, well, uh, burgers, chili dogs heavy on the onions oh man that was rough. heartburn medication <laughs> that was yes that was yesterday yeah tums <laughs> well you know i i since i found out he was around i, I took the opportunity to, uh, to work from home so that we could go to lunch <laughs> as you do as you do you know and uh hey i'm like hey what you want to go for lunch for and i'm thinking you know pizza or you know, at first he said Chicago dogs, and I said I'm I'm all in. And then he shows up to the house. And he says, "Change my mind. We'll go into Joliet. We'll have some chili dogs." I'm like, "I know the place you mean. Been there." And my youngest, oh no, my oldest, who happened to be, I don't know if he was Warcrafting. I don't know what the heck he was doing. He goes, "Chili dogs." I think you and I have been to the Joliet chili, uh, to the Joliet hot dog stand. 
Um, maybe I don't. Long think time ago, it wasn't this time. Uh, yeah, I don't think I took you to this one. I took you to another one. But um, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I I doubled uh, not doubled down, but I I I, I tripled. I, I, so, I, I just curious. A, a, yeah. Is and they make the, their own homemade root beer. That kind of makes them kind of unique. Is this the walk-up stand where you sit right outside? No. Okay, then no. that's not the place I'm thinking of. No, he's, he's got a it's, it, it, Talk about the simplest business plan. I mean, he just does hot dogs. Well, any of those hot dog places. We're in there on a Monday, so. and I watched him. You know, So he does the roller things. Yeah. He does, I mean, he doesn't even boil them. He just rollers them. And I watched him clear off that thing twice. I mean, it was big. I could yeah. believe it, dude. People coming in. Well, when double, we were up double there, cheese, d- double, uh, give me a pair of uh, 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 til- chili cheese. Everything, you know, the thing comes out like this monster. <laughs> well, last week I messaged you, and I sent you a text yeah, saying, "Yeah, the, yeah, this is the Chicago hot dog stand you were at." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how much it cost me for two Chicago dogs and a small onion ring? So what they bend you over for? After tip, $21. For how many dogs? Two. You and a small were, You were robbed mercilessly. No shit. <laughs> if oh I want to get... Okay, if I want... They were... I, <laughs> go ahead, sorry. <laughs> if I want the legitimate quality, this is the place to go. Uh, if I want price, robber however... Barons. Robber barons. Well, there's another place near my office that I need to go try, and I'm going to give them a shot. They they call themselves a Chicago eatery. Um, but the first place I went to, they're primarily hot dog, sausage, some burgers occasionally, but but you know that's their bread and butter, so to speak. Um so, yeah, it was it was one of those things where I was like, you know what? been a couple weeks damn it i haven't gotten the chicago dog fix out of me yet i need to get a couple i walked out of there yeah i'm not paying that again i got my fix out of me. oh yeah but oh dude that's just completely unfair about five bucks a dog came out to oh my god you you know the place i took you to five yeah. bucks two dogs Paid for a big bag of fries and a can of soda i mean dude. that's five five ninety five at that place you took me to Paid yeah. for three dollars yeah. small fry. <laughs> yeah, that's now right. I know that it was you, the you, special on the board, <laughs> the three dog special. That's what I got me and the wife whenever we were up there. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Word. <laughs> you, um, did three, you did three dog, and I went three dog night. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, that was uh, my wife's introduction to um, uh, to Chicago dogs. But tonight, I managed oh, to introduce man, her to some house. Oh yeah, what? Um, two eighty-five per chili dog, just to hear you. You know, two eighty-five, including the root beer. Well, ship those sons of bitches to me, and we'll talk. Otherwise, shut it. With um, a pile of onions on it, my wife hated me. Oh God. <laughs> uh, this will play in later. Um, <laughs> but I introduced my wife to a TV show tonight she had never seen, and I had seen it back in the day on PBS. It was a British show, The Vicar of Dibley. The what a who? Okay. Uh, I'm neither the fig plucker nor the fig plucker's son, but I will 
pick figs until the fig plucker sun comes up. That's what I say when I try to find out if I'm drunk. If I can't do that. No, nope, you're not. Okay, so the the star of this is Dawn French. She is a brilliant comedic talent out of Britain. Been uh, she performed with Jennifer Saunders for decades. Uh, Jennifer Saunders did absolutely fabulous. Anyway, these two. Uh, these two came up with this show about a little town in, in, in the English countryside that all of a sudden gets uh, a female vicar to lead their congregation. This is 1994 when this show premiered, so it was very... Do I assume this is like a family show? Yeah, it, uh, for the most part. There's some grown-up jokes in there. Uh the okay. joke she tells at the very end, for example, has the word tits in it, which is funny as hell, actually. Um, okay. It's an old joke. Nun's sitting in her bath when she gets a call from uh, from somebody who says, Hi, I'm a blind man. Uh, can you answer the door? Nun says, You know what? No, not going to worry about it. He's not going to see me. So she gets out of the bath, goes to the door. Guy looks at her and goes, Nice tits. I'm here to install your blinds. Well, then this plays in perfectly for our topic later. So why'd you tell the joke now? Well, no, no. It's just a tease <laughs> for our topic later. It is an excellent show. It's very funny. But you're laughing. I'm here to me. install the blinds. <laughs> um, so she tells that joke in that's the, as not, a very So that's not something you want to hear over here. Hey, sister, nice tits. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, you talked about the fun you had this weekend. I did not have nearly as much fun. I was laid up in bed all weekend, um, almost honestly just in bed. I got out very little from that. I don't think I left the house at all until Sunday evening. And um, even then, it was for a brief bit of food. And at that point, um, I didn't last very long. We came back to the house after that. Uh, and I stayed in all day yesterday. So, But it's one of those things where as I'm getting older, as you pointed out, uh, more and more things hit me. Stuff that would not have hit me from before. And that's what I'm dealing with right now. It's just a little thing. I'm going to be on medication for a week. I'm actually going to be working from home all week because of it. Um, but it's it just sucks. I hate being sick. I hate being someone who requires other people's help for stuff. I like being on my own. I like t- taking care of myself. And I hate the fact that I had to rely so much on my wife this weekend because I hate being a burden on her. But she, of course, uh, made the joke of, you know, if I'd have known five years ago that you were going to fall apart on me, we'd have just stayed in Oklahoma City where we have a lot more support network. And I couldn't argue with that point. Because at least she wasn't saying if I'd have known five years ago you were going to fall apart on me, I'd still be back there and you'd still be where the hell you are. So I got that going for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's 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 so hard. Um, yes, yes, it is. 
Why she's loving we, in a very, why the in fuck a very did we move here if you were just gonna die on me? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had some concern about that earlier today before I knew what I was dealing with. Um, because yeah, everybody's brain when they get sick starts going worst case scenario, right? Yeah, worst case of, scenario, I'm gonna lose my leg and a kidney. I'm going to lose my leg and I'm going to die from some kind of infection that's just going to kill me and just, you know, I'm just going to get horrible butts disease and it's just going to wipe me. I'm going to die from butts disease and my wife's going to move back to Oklahoma. That's the fear that pops into one's head. Anybody's head. Their wives always move to Oklahoma, it turns out. And uh, <laughs> and that no, was coming no, through my head. No, no, not mine. <laughs> Now your wife gets sells the house, moves to Boca, so yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, so to well, say, if that's the case, be 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 confident that I'll be glad to visit your wherever you're gonna be, and 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 pour a fine bottle of Texan whiskey over you. It might pass through my kidneys first, but it'll still get on you. Well, you'll have to. Funny. But you'll have to actually buy it. First. Oh come on, that is the one of like one of the oldest Irish jokes I know. It certainly is old. Uh, so <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That gonna be uh, that kind of night, is it? Dude, I'm just happy to be upright at this point, okay? It's been such a miserable weekend. I am just happy to be here talking to you, talking to people who listen to us. Which, thank you for listening to us, folks. We appreciate it. Uh, Let us know what you think, as always. We'll talk about that at the very end. But for now, you had a topic that you wanted to bring to the table this week. And I wanted to turn it over to you for that. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, hey. um, You got got phone, right? You got got two phones, right? Uh, Mobile phones. One for work, one for personal, yeah. What are the brands? Uh, the personal's an iPhone. The work one is a Samsung. How long have you had the iPhone? I've had the iPhone for a little less than a year. Now, new phone comes out. Are you interested in it? Not this time, no. Um, in past, didn't you get out and stand in line with all the others no i've never stood in line um i've always done the thing of wait for that crowd to get theirs wait for the initial stuff to go through and if it's something i really want after that to make sure there's no problems with it then i go ahead and invest but not before i sell my old phone and ensure that i have that cash in hand when I go buy the new one. That way, if I do have to finance any aspect of it, it's as little as possible. Finance, interesting that you bring up the word finance. Okay. And the, and the reason being is, why do you finance? A um, little bit of willing to pay over the course of time to get the phone then. It didn't used to be that way. It used to be a lot easier to just go get the phone and be good, but then Apple, AT&T, well, not Apple. Apple didn't do this, but AT&T, Verizon, all those companies stopped subsidizing their phones. So rather than just pay a smaller amount up front, you pay the full price of the phone that Apple designates. I ask these questions. Sure. Pretty simple reason. Um, 
caught an article <clears throat> in the US, USA Today's tech section. Um, Keep closer to the mic, by the way. So, sorry. Um, uh, caught an article uh, in the USA Today's tech section. Uh, I think it was maybe Saturday. Um, where where they had a, a, a great big headlines. Dear Apple and Samsung, $1,000 is way too much for a smartphone. Consumers mm-hmm. say. Consumers say. Now, I've never really thought about the pricing of these things. <clears throat> I, I have the benefit that my my workplace buys my phone. Right, you've told me that before. And I know the wife and the kids, we've bought the phones and we've done the you know, over two year plan. And I'm looking at the prices now, now that they don't subsidize and you start seeing the, the truer prices. And I got to agree with the article's thru- main thrust that um, $1,000 for a phone that's only six inches by five inches um, seems a bit much. Oh, that's that, – okay. I hate to say this. That's nothing. The phone no, that I know. I have, that, 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 that's an average. Yeah. I found fourteen and $1,500 phones. The phone that I have in my hand literally as I'm talking to you right now is the iPhone XS Max. 512 gigabyte phone half a terabyte of storage on it the reason why is because i'm a storage whore i like to have as much storage as possible (laughs) on the phone you're welcome for that by the way (laughs) you store everything (laughs) yeah which by the way storage whores is the lesser known porno uh parody version of storage wars the former a and e show that was fake when it turned out anyway at at storage whores dot com yep yep (laughs) was always said on there too so well this phone to pay full price, which I did, fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred smackaroonies. Okay. Yep. So, what did you get for this? What I got was a. What 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 made it so attractive for fifteen hundred dollars over the phone you had for only two years? A couple of things. Number one, it had double the storage. So what? You got cloud Crash. storage now. Don't like cloud storage on a lot of things. Uh, music in particular. I like to have as much music on my phone as possible. I like to have the ability to have as much. <laughs> to which, on. to which I ask, and do you listen to every track? But Actually, anyway, well, you ask a fair question. You really do. And to answer that, I will say not always, but I do tend to play a lot of the music that I have on my phone. Whenever I'm driving on long distance trips, I will fire up one of the playlists. Uh, I have a playlist in fact called the road mix which is well over uh, 1,500 songs now, that is anything I could really want to listen to randomly on a road trip. Um, 1,500 songs. Isn't that like about 10 days worth of music? Uh, No, it's about a day and a half. (sighs) Okay. Now, Um, I also have movies on my phone. Movies for when I'm flying or something like that can't get access to the cloud, which was your concern you brought up if I'm traveling. Well, it's not so much a, cl- a concern as, as why is storage so so important if you have so much cloud access. Because you probably have an unlimited program, right? Or a uh, 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 caller program. I have unlimited data, yes. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're pulling down scads of data. Well, it's not as it's, much as you think. Unlimited is, no, again, fair yeah, question. Unlimited unlimited if it's Verizon. If it's Verizon, it's unlimited in quotes, but it's limited. Right. For AT&T, which is who I have, you get 
up to 22 gigs un uh un, unencumbered 22 gigabytes. gigabytes a month yes after that you may get throttled which a lot uh, of people are- yeah well that's a terminology for two different things you might get throttled and you might get throttled right um because 22 gigabytes and how close do you come to that mark on a given month average uh that's a good question i don't know okay but that's a question to know and the reason being is i the 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 mobile phone market is 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 gouging the 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 public oh god they, they are yeah, they from are the equipment to the service plans absolutely i mean they they did a classic uh, uh we'll give it to you for almost nothing take huge losses get everybody hooked and then suck them and the same bank banks did the same thing with atms for mm-hmm. years you oh you get it AT, get cash anywhere get cash anywhere and then boom deregulation yep you gotta buy you nope that's gonna cost you five bucks five bucks i only wanted 20. now you get 25. um you know but the 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 mobile phone industry i mean we're talking so my my quickie research um the new apple xr 1400 dollars um the The xr is 1400 i didn't know it was that expensive yeah yeah wow from sprint but i mean i I can't get anybody else to give me prices um uh you can get an iphone uh 8 plus for 700. right you know and and it didn't say refurbed no that's going to be new and that's still going to be almost two-year-old technology at this point two year oh good good thank you great segue two-year-old technology what innovations have taken place in two years to ver to 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 justify a double price good question 1400 i mean okay you get a new camera you get a new camera hell needs that kind of stuff if all you're doing is taking pictures of 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 food and and you know the girlies new haircut you know really okay so what you're describing is different kinds of use and not everybody's going to have the same level of use that you're talking about right but 70 percent of the use is going to be what i just described to a point yes here's here's where it comes down or here's where i see it Mm. Because you're asking great questions, you're and you're making great points. Well, uh, just to just to kind of bring it into a circle, because I'm an Android sure. person. Samsung Galaxy S10, brand new, sixteen hundred whoppers. Mm-hmm. And again, Sprint, Sprint. Thank you for being honest, but holy crap! Now everybody goes, "Oh, I don't pay that kind of money. I pay forty-one dollars a month." Yeah, you do. Forty-one dollars a month times twenty-four. Figure it out, people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The first thing to keep in mind here: between twelve and fourteen hundred dollars for at forty dollars a month. Right. Couple things to keep in mind on this, and this is—I'm not playing devil's advocate entirely, but there is some context. No, you should. There is context. Give me a reason, and, and the reason because I am asking these questions: what new innovations have actually taken place? Okay. Who gives a crap about retina display? Who, who cares that you can get, oh, well, look, I can do it with my you know, facial recognition, my thumbprint. Those aren't innovations. That's not, that's not productive innovations. That's toys. It's a toy to you. 
And that's an important thing to distinguish. You are not the average phone user in a lot of these senses and in a lot of these respects. Number one, you're looking at this from the perspective. I'm an old guy that used to use a pay phone, right? Oh, a pager. Pager. Ooh, ooh, that hurts. Well, you're an old guy who used to use a pager who hasn't had to buy his own phone for a long time. Therefore, you are not you are not accustomed to having to deal with these things. That's the first part. And that's the thing that uh, – I'm not going to say Apple, but you know, many of these phone companies came up with. They got us by slowly getting us acclimated to the idea of paying more and more per phone. Some of it is because there is legitimate new technology and – Let's face it. Absolutely. Folks. The processings from bingo from, right there. The processors, the processors don't get developed for free. six years ago are twice what they are, uh, what they were then. Oh, more than that. Um, but processors, I was, using, I was using Moore's law. Processors don't get developed uh, for free. So that's one aspect of it. Second aspect of it is to do what is where I go. But all right. Okay. To, uh, number one, to run their OS. Uh, and that's something that people have claimed for years has been a problem. It's never yeah. been confirmed, but it's it's always been intimated that Apple, as an example, because I am an Apple person in this case, has, for lack of a better term, planned obsolescence. Phones, uh, I, I, I don't think they're the only ones, but yes. No, I don't think they are either. But since they're the only ones that develop their own OS, as opposed to Android, where the OS comes from... Google. Google, right? Which is which is a, which is a skin-off of of a Linux, right? So, Apple, which develops its own OS, has full control over how that OS works with the architectures in their older phones, and people complain that when a new OS update comes out, sometimes everything works great, but sometimes it just seems to be slower and slower, and then. You'll get that update finally that says, oh, your version of your phone is no longer supported. Your version yes. of your phone cannot yeah, that, accept this update. But they built that into their computers. I've griped about that too. Yeah, I've, and, got, I've got this kick-ass chassis of a, of, a, of a monster that would be the equivalent of an old 69 Chevy, and I can't run a damn thing on it because it's obsolete. I can't get software updates. I can't even put in software. Right. but Right now okay. I use it as a footrest. So to that, uh, there's an analogy to be made there, but I'll make it in just a minute. I want to finish the thought I've got on this. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, there is a legitimate understanding for those in computers that OSs do become more complex as time goes forward. Windows XP is far and away nowhere near as complex an OS as Windows 10. Even though they look very similar in terms of what you see on the screen... I mean, aesthetically, yeah, looks kind of similar. The background of it, the actual mechanics, the engine upon which it runs, vastly dissimilar. You see that as well with the OS on Macs. The OS that I'm running right now on this Mac that I have in front of me, the one that I'm using to talk to you, is vastly superior to the OS for the first Mac I had back in 2008. So it goes with phones. As more complex things are developed for these phones to operate and take full advantage of the higher speeds that are available to them, that OS is going to become more and more complex. And older technology, let's face it, 
isn't going to necessarily work as well with that newer equipment. And to go back to your car analogy, yeah, you could run a 1969 Chevy. Try running it or, you know, try getting parts for it, number one. And number two, try finding um, how good it runs against a 2019 Chevy. Well, again, it becomes your purpose. Yes. Um, and for that's me, the important thing. For me, cars and phones are a functional item. Uh, for me, a car, wheels roll in the right direction, and you can stop it when it needs to. Well, this and comes. I and I don't mean by the side of a building. Uh, well, this comes to the next aspect of this, the one that you're dismissing. And you look at these things very utilitarian, and that's fine. And you could get a phone that does exactly what you need it to do for a you know, much lower price. You know how hard that is, though? It's hard, but not impossible. But there's another side of this that I want to address real quick. People don't just look at this from the utilitarian. There is also the prestige factor, and that's the big problem right there. Something I, yeah, some, yeah, something I don't understand very well. I don't understand it either. I did not get my phone for the prestige factor. I got my phone because it had technological capabilities that are going to allow me to use it beyond my normal cycle. My intention for that phone that's sitting on my desk right now is to use it for at least three more years. The reason why I'm saying three more years specifically is because right now I'm not seeing any sort of things coming down the pike that are going to be go. yes technological advances that are really going to drive me to switch this phone right here half a terabyte of storage i've actually now hit the upper echelon of where i want to be i don't need to go a higher form of storage for my phones i'm not running into an issue where i'm running out of data uh running out of storage excuse me um i can film videos on on my phone and have them be in 4k resolution which by the way is pretty nice i did that for my wedding and i'm not running into a situation where i've got to start removing other stuff to be able to keep those videos or even film them in the first place this is not a problem for me and so at this point whereas in the past i would upgrade about every two years or so to get a phone with a higher storage capability to it now there's not that much of an incentive to do it especially when you consider that i'm paying fifteen hundred dollars for this device a device that at this point costs more than the computer that it connects to to get updates and almost as much as the gaming rig that i bought six years ago to do high-end gaming work and, and gaming and other graphic stuff so there's no incentive for me to switch this one out but I know people, I've known them for years, that every time a new phone gets announced, they sell their old one and they get their new one, which has led to something that you brought up when we talked about this topic a few days ago, which I think is a fascinating topic and a fascinating aspect of this, and that is the secondary market. Yes, yes. Now, I've taken advantage of the secondary market for well over a decade. When I would buy phones, I would not just, you know, pocket them or something like that i wouldn't throw them in a drawer when i was ready to upgrade i always sold my previous phone uh, from the first iphone that i ever purchased which was an iphone 3gs uh, 3g excuse me um to the phone that i have now 
Every phone that I've had up to this one has been sold so that I could use that money towards the next one. And I've actually managed to get decent amounts of money. When I went and sold the one that paid for a third, over a third of this one right here, um, the people at the store said, wow, you did really well with that sale because they had heard people getting a lot less on the market. Um, but with that, I also understand that there are certain limitations on how I use my phones. And here's what I mean by that. I make sure that my phones are always protected. I make sure they're always in a case. I make sure there's always a screen protector on them. I make sure that they are babied so that whenever a prop, whenever I do end up selling it, excuse me, that's the, the one I'm trying to say. When I do end up selling it, it is going to remain in fairly excellent condition because like with computers I've sold in the past, I want to get the maximum amount of money from that sale. I want to make the best deal I can, um, which is one of the reasons I'm so disappointed in the Mac I've got right now. There's no way I'm going to make a good amount whenever I sell it to eventually upgrade to a different one um, because it's just it already is five years old. The design's ah, five good, old. good. You went there because um, there's a break-even point. And and for those of us that it's like, hey, my phone's working. Why the hell do I want to get rid of it? Mm-hmm. It's now four and five years later, and you can't get you can't get five bucks for it because it's that old. Right. You 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 still have to roll roll these things every eighteen to twenty four months to 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 maximize what you're gonna gonna get in return. But in the end, you're still spending the money. You may not be spending the money fifteen hundred today. You might be having to sell something, get seven hundred bucks for it, and add your own seven hundred bucks to it, and there you're 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 at it. Then you got to do it again, and so in the end, you're still spending it. Well, yes, because we can't use the same technologies from ten years ago in our phones. Uh, no, no, I realize that, um, <clears throat> but. Um, an aspect of it that I didn't know if I could, if I wanted to bring into this. I mean, the the high cost. I mean, when whenever these companies start, you know, seemingly dropping in expected sales, price goes up, and stuff stops working. Uh, I accuse Apple of this, uh, where oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't use that update anymore because that's too old. Um, <clears throat> But um, another aspect of this of this perpetuation of got to have the new, got to get the new, is that more and more of these <clears throat> devices, uh, LG is a big one, um, are being built with the ability with with the inability to do any servicing to it without severely damaging it. True. Um, I mean, Apple has gone through all kinds of uh, interesting little. Uh, changes in their design to prevent the common man, the common person, from getting in to just change out a bloody battery. I well, mean, yes. most of the times when these phones break down, what's the thing that's going to go? Battery. I mean, it's just destined to go that way, unless you've dropped it too many times and you have Spider-Man across the top, front of it. Well, but, to, to that point, one of the things that Apple came under fire for recently was when they changed the design of their screw heads, because there is an entire secondary market again, but this time for iPhone repairs. Yes. We've all seen them in our local cities, you know, where you go out, you look, yes. and there's somebody who says, I'll fix your iPhone screen. Nowadays, to get the screw heads 
uh, removed just to be able to get in there. You have to have a special set of tools yep. that are specially, you know, you have to special order them. They are not cheap. Nope. And it's it's a pain in the ass. It, it, um, this, this is an intentional effort to prevent servicing of your own. And and then worse than that, of course. you get like my Galaxy here. I haven't even I, I'm I have no intentions of trying to get into it, but I mean it's built with with you have to have a superior knowledge of adhesives in order to get the dumb thing open. More right. importantly, once you get it open, to get it closed again. Well, here's uh, another aspect of it. Here's something else. You you keep talking about the two years thing, and and I've always sold mine little under two years, and here's the reason why. This is something that also irks me a little bit. Apple, for example, has an uh, accidental damage warranty in place that they sell on their phones. That warranty only goes for two years. Right. To maximize the amount of money that you get on an item you're selling, it is important to have a warranty still remaining on it. Thus, I would sell phones a year and a half almost two years in, but I would make sure that I had a warranty on them so that I could say, hey, this thing still has a warranty. If there's a problem, you can bring it to the store, they'll repair it. I'm well aware that I'm not going to have that option if I keep the phone that I'm looking at right here longer than two years. Right. I understand that. Um, but I'm willing to accept that. Now, and, here's, and, okay. here's a little bit of hope. Because right now, between the phone development companies that are out there, your LGs, your Apples, that build these phones and then price them exorbitantly high, to the service providers, that being your ATT or Verizon, who charge you – Gouge a, the living hell out of you for it. Right. They charge you for the right to use their networks. And some of them, by the way, are doing better when it comes to the amount of unlimited data you get or stuff like that, or when they say unlimited, they mean unlimited. T-Mobile's become really big on selling this concept. Yes. Um, well, it's unlimited, but after you know so many gigs in a month, we're gonna throttle you by at least 70%. Uh, for them, I think it's 50 gigs without ever bothering with it. And even then, people say that they don't really do much about it. My kids were complaining on our trip because uh, the trip was planned at the last end of June into the beginning of July that they were noticing a speed difference about July 1. Our, our contract were. doesn't roll until July 2 or 3. And I'm like, well, dummies, yeah, we just spent 14 hours on the road. How much of that time did you spend on your phone? 12 and a half? So with <laughs> all of this going on, there has been a backlash. Yeah. And it's happened over the last two years. Apple has not sold nearly as many of their high-end phones as they, took a loss. they used to. They took a loss. Uh, you talked of- about that article, the USA Today article. The, thr- the crux of that article is the fact that Apple's not selling as many phones as they used to. They're not right. selling uh, you know, the ungodly number of iPhone XSs and stuff like that. And part of this also, by the way, is the fact that every other year, Apple doesn't do major changes. Uh, it's not a new full number revision. It's a secondary, re- it's a second revision of uh, the previous year's phone. Like the 10s that I have right now is a revision of the 10 that came out before. Now it's got a new processor, got new cameras, all this kind of stuff, but it's not a major generational change. Apple did not sell the the, uh, iPhone X 
which is what they call it, the X, the XS, you know, which, by the way, I love the fact they did with that. Uh, the 10 did not sell nearly as well. And the 10S also has not sold as high as they expected it to. Mom so, and dads are not willing to give their kitties phones that self-destruct. No. Especially Apple, well known for, I mean, I don't know how many kids I know with iPhones with shattered screens. Because well, they don't use Gorilla Glass. Where no, they Samsung, use their own brand. Yeah, and it doesn't work. And that, they put it on the back of their phones, too. <laughs> the back of their phones are glass now. My phone's in a full-body case that makes it almost double the depth of the phone, which it's a thin phone to start with. There is no reason that ha- that design had to be done that way. None. No. And I look, I look at Samsung. Yeah. I look at Samsung, and, I mean, they've got glass to the edges, and I'm like, really? I mean, you're just begging for a corner to be crushed. My wife got her iPhone something S oh so many years ago. Didn't have it two weeks. Dropped it on the ground. Shattered the screen. Mm. And and that is not covered. That was not covered under the protection plan. In fact, it said not covering screens. Cover everything else. And uh, now I don't know if that was just the 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 program she got through Verizon or if that was Apple's, I really don't. Um, and she's, she's huge about covers. Why do we need covers when you can just build them right? They're building them for obsolescence. They're building them to self-destruct. Come on. They, uh, Apple got caught on, 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 on putting in uh, power gel packs that, that expanded and I and and it wasn't on their phone on 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 occasion I'm thinking of I had a I had a uh, uh, a laptop where this gel pack swelled up to four times its size, I barely got it out of the machine, but they're using this they were using the same technology in their phones and they and and they were having the exploding, exploding uh, uh, batteries, um, mm-hmm. I mean they're oh we got to build them bigger but we got to make them thinner. We got to, you know, I was like, I don't understand why you need a, a brick. Because I, the, I, I, I can a, answer that. I can answer that because the tablets started dropping off. People were tired of having big tablets. They wanted something that had the screen size of a small tablet, but had the capabilities of a phone. Therefore, the phablet, which is the larger phone, came about. I realize I'm being a grumpy old guy, but if you want to watch a movie, go to a damn cinema. You know, look, you're preaching to the choir on that, but at the same I time, do, I, I like. I see my kid, you know, hunched over this thing. It's like your posture's for shit, your eyes are for shit. Would you stop? Would you just you stop? you realize you do realize you're doing a little bit of old man yelling at clouds right now, right? Uh, right. No, I am. I am. I, but, I fully acknowledge that. But I mean, they're it's a nonsensical. They're charging so much. They're they're building so much into it. For what? It's because supposed to be a phone, not not an entertainment center, but everybody treats it so like one. Here's the thing, and, and this will be the last thought on this topic because we're going to move on. I got you. Um, they stopped being phones five years ago. They became computers that had the capability of reaching other people about five, six years ago, maybe even almost ten years ago. They call it a phone because that's what we're used to calling it after a hundred years. But they're they're not phones. Then I would, I would, I would welcome the opportunity that you actually turn it into a computer. Give me a docking station that I can put this thing into and bring up 
bring up this, bring up my, you know, my three, three monitors and let me do my job. It's called a Chromebook and we're moving on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> after what I ranted about last week. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, speaking of last week. Yeah. So did you go to any restaurants that closed? Finley's uh, final meal. The uh, Finley's the, final the, meal has not claimed another victim. We have not claimed another restaurant victim yet. <laughs> the week is still young, and to be fair, I only went to one restaurant. I think in the uh, well, no, two restaurants in the last week is what I've been to. Because hey, I was just down well on after that. it, so you might need to check out. Well, um, <clears throat> it it was uh, it, it it wasn't fun, ladies and gentlemen. So hey, I talked um, about the phones not being serviced. Uh, they seem to be uh, innovation. What we talked about that new tech in the last few years, hardly. Uh, why get the news? Phone? Okay, I'm good. I got everything right. I was trying for. Cool. Then we're going to bring up. How the, about uh, that? I, I didn't get that last last time. Indeed. <laughs> no, 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 I no, 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 no. It was the time before that. Last time I didn't really prepare very well. I ran out of time by forgetting my computer which i made sure it didn't happen again speaking okay that was my next question <laughs> have you forgotten your system in the last no week? but i thought about it tonight when I'm like, <laughs> so what time is me and finley getting together uh, he left it at the put, office again put the damn thing in the quit worrying about when make sure the computer goes with you <laughs> mm -hmm. all right so i'm gonna bring up a different topic here i was reminded recently of a dear friend of mine who at one time I had a keen interest in, in a romantic sense. And, uh, she and I hung out quite a bit. And, um, one is day, this, this is the girl that then told you she was gay. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I've never had a girl tell me that to, to <laughs> dissuade me as far as my interest goes. Yeah. On. But his name was Phil. Philippa. Thank you. Um, moving Phil on. Phil McCracken. Attorney uh, law. Hello to all. So, <laughs> moving on. Trying to actually get through this opening before we get to an hour and a half. That's what they want to hear. Oh, no, they don't. <laughs> oh, you, you've had letters? Okay. Yes, from all four of our listeners. Um, Shut him up, will you? Jesus. I Christ. think they all started with, get on with it. So one day she invites me over to her house and we're sitting there and she says, I got a movie I want to watch. I love this movie. The movie is called The Pirate Movie with Christy McNichol. And it wasn't Willie Ames, but it was uh, one of those other Willie Ames like kids from the early 80s with Blanc earlier. I think it's the kid from the uh, Hang on, I gotta get from the Blue Lagoon. It's the guy from the Blue Lagoon. <laughs> I, I, I got to get into a private browser because I certainly don't want this in my history. Yeah. <laughs> and she throws this thing on and she is just transfixed by this. And I'm not going to tell you that this is the movie that dissuaded me from having any further interest in her, but it sure as hell hurt. And in thinking about this and in talking about this with somebody, the topic came up. Atkins, Chris Atkins. Christopher Atkins, yes. I'm fairly certain he's in the pirate movie. So the question came up, 
what is a piece of pop culture or something along those lines could be book could be movie could be song could be a tv show whatever that you know is not good but you love it anyway something that you know is crap or that you've had others tell you dear god how can you enjoy that and yet you sit there and you love the shit out of this I'm trying to. The kids have the kids have yelled at me about this kind of stuff. I'm sure they have. My wife, because I brought this up to her earlier. <laughs> I'll never get that part of my life back again, kind of thing. My <laughs> wife defends with a passion her love for Muppet Treasure Island. Now, there are a couple of funny jokes in that movie, but it's a Muppet Treasure Island movie. Let's be honest. There's. Y- y- this is not high-end Jim Henson, okay? So, in that, in that sense, and in that uh, frame of mind, I asked you to come up with some ideas of stuff that you know is not good, but that you love it anyway. It's just, it, it's got a special warm spot in your heart. It's, it's something that you know. It's. It, it, for some people, you, they'll call it like a Godfather movie where if they're flipping through, they'll stop and they'll watch it or something like that. I've got a bunch of them, but I limited myself to about 10 or 11 items on my list. And everybody's got these things. Everybody does. And so I'm opening it to you first. Yeah. What's, uh, what's an item on your list? Hmm... Three Stooges. Okay. Um, it's it's 1940s, barely humor that they carried all the way into the 60s. Uh, Did they start in the 30s? Yeah, they started with vaudeville. Yeah. But uh, their movies were all you know 40s. Well, there was very early ones too. Uh, try not to confuse them with the Marx Brothers. I do that from time to time, but um, uh, they were way more violent. The Marx Brothers? <laughs> no, 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 no. The Stooges. The Stooges? Yeah, yeah. Theirs was definitely a bizarre slapstick humor. Um, their commentary is always funny. Uh, you know, the wife has come. In. I got the boys hooked on it, of course. Um, <laughs> wasn't hard. It's it's a testosterone thing, I think. I don't know. They just kind of drawn to it, uh, like oh, slap, poke in the eyes. You want to hear something bad? <laughs> I'm one of the few folks that actually will admit that he enjoyed the Three Stooges movie that came out about seven years ago. I never saw it. I didn't have the courage. It's <laughs> it's not completely horrible, but. It's it's got its challenges, but I sat there and as I left the theater, I called my dad and he goes, "Well, what'd you you know?" Because he knew I was seeing. It. He goes, "Well, what do you think?" And I said, "I liked it." <laughs> I think was that my exact way of saying it. I liked it. So no, I understand it. Stooges are not always my cup of tea, but yeah, I get that. I get that. That's a perfect example of this. Here's my first well, the one. Weird, the weird thing about it is, I mean, okay, so I'm looking up that movie, and I mean, uh, you got Sean Hayes, a la... Uh, as Larry Fine, yeah. As, uh, uh, crap, 
and it's and it's a, it's it's a series that's now in re, re, remake. Uh, oh, Will and Grace. Will and Grace, thanks. Uh, Jane Lynch was that? I didn't see that. Oh wow. She plays a nun. Yeah, which is hysterical. So does Kate Upton. Okay. Oh God, she does. She plays Sister Bernice. Moving I'm, on. Here's sorry. my first. I'm. I might need to go watch this again. Why? Okay. File it for later. We're we're getting rabbit hole here. <laughs> my first example. The TV show Chuck. Chuck was uh, premiered back in 07, lasted for five seasons. I freely acknowledge that it was bad, that it uh, basically was kept on because people bought sandwiches. This is not a joke. Look it up. The subway thing that kept Chuck on the air for a couple seasons. Um, I freely acknowledge that the writing on it was pretty crappy, and yet I love that show. I loved it then. I'll still watch it if I have a chance. It is it is a guilty pleasure. The and most of these things are kind of guilty pleasures. Let's let's be honest about it. Um, my wife gave the perfect example, although she, I think, took it to things that we loved back in the day that are problematic now. And her example was Highlander, the TV series Highlander. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of that one, but that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I'll be honest with you. I could probably sit down and watch a few episodes of that show now and be like, oh, yeah, I remember why I liked it. I actually own the series on DVD. You do? Yes. Um, between me and my the wife. The whole series? Yes. The whole series. Ship it off to me. My wife would love it. She liked Andrew, uh, 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 Paul. Uh, uh, Adrian Paul? A- Adrian Paul, yeah. Don't watch the last movie they did. Oh, I know. It was I. I, I Highlander the I, Source. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, they tried to actually blend movie and TV series and put them all in the same boat. Well, yeah, no, that was Highlander was, Endgame, and that was rough too. Yeah, the, one of them was post-apocalyptic. Was that Source? That was the Source. Yeah, um, one of the movie channels we had. You know, it was kind of a, you know, one of the the, the freebies or something like that. I caught it, started watching in the middle, and it was just pain. It was oh, pain. My it wife was, talked about that. It was it was just, I can't. I just can't go on. She watched it thinking that it was going to be good, and she has actively talked to me about, you do not watch it. If you love the show, don't watch the movie. <laughs> you need counseling afterwards. <laughs> Apparently, you do qualify for federal disaster relief if you watch Highlander <laughs> The Source. <laughs> All right, you're up next. What's another one on your list? Uh, I've probably referred to this one before. This one is my true guilty pleasure because um, it is bad, but it's good. Uh, Escape from New York. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, it was like a carpenter, or, or, or one of the first few carpenters. Uh, yeah, but you know what? That's a great example because it is Kurt Russell. At, he's oh. It's not peak Kurt Russell with John Carpenter. No, no, it was Kurt Russell trying to get away from his Walt Disney roots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mind you, we get peak Kurt Russell with John Carpenter a few years later. Yes, but, yes. Yeah, uh, well, that, he, he did Thing, 
and we'll talk about the last one. Don't mention the last one because it's on my list. Oh, okay. Okay. And and uh, so there have been times, even on commercial television. Actually, no. I, I'm sorry. I take that back. The last one was like, you know, like a it was uh, some promotional for cable that they had for free, uh, or maybe it was free form, or it was just one of those, you know, no commercials, no cuts. Um, uh, that's what the station could afford. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> and you mean like the not. Beastmaster, basically? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, <laughs> Jesus, Beastmaster. Um, and you, you, it was like 11 o'clock at night on a, on a Tuesday and you know, the movie's going to run the 90 minutes plus. Of course. And you just, uh, for me, it was, <sighs> all right, here we go. And you know, it's <laughs> call me snake, you know, <laughs> so. Well, I'll bring up the, bad, the other one. The bad cigarettes and the and the lycra shorts and the the bazooka handgun practically that has 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 no abilities of being actually functional with a scope that's on it. You know, it's all Adrian Barbeau at her at her at her bouncing best. Um, yeah, Ernest Borgnine. Oh God, Ernie. Yeah, Cliff Robertson. No. Oh, he. Oh, that's no, no, no. Cliff Robertson. No. Wasn't Cliff Robertson in, or was he in the sequel? He was in the sequel. Okay. Which is even more painful. Oh God. The only okay. reason I watch it is Bruce Campbell. That's mm. the only reason I'll pick it up. But even then, I kind of go, ah, just wait for that scene, and then I'm out. Yeah. All right. So I will speak of the other uh, collaboration. Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> <laughs> I, great fun movie jack whatever is, his name is you know it is amazingly stupid <laughs> it is unbelievably dumb and by all accounts it's kind of a bad movie but i can't tell you how many times i have watched jack burton and the pork chop express go in and save the day as the sidekick in this movie he's not even the, the star yeah the green-eyed chinese girl <laughs> that movie by all accounts should be a flaming pile of shit <laughs> but it is so goddamn fun to watch and it's entirely because of kurt russell let's make no bones about it he is the saving grace of that movie and as a result i can't tell you how much i enjoy watching it um i remember one day me my wife her sister and her sister's husband we were all sitting there bored and we then spent 10 minutes getting on google uh google play so that we could buy big trouble in little china and put it up on the tv to watch and uh it is it is one of those movies i know it's bad i know it's bad but it's so goddamn fun and that's kind of the attitude that everybody has about that movie we know it's stupid it doesn't matter um i'm gonna throw another one out here and this one is one that you have actually given me the stink eye for enjoying national lampoon's christmas vacation (laughs) okay okay 
I acknowledge that the movie is just a series of little vignettes tied together. I acknowledge that it's it, the ending falls apart. I know all of this. I watch it every year. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it is on my list for Christmas every damn year, probably a couple of times. And I will sit there and enjoy watching the Griswold family Christmas as it goes to hell. I know it's not good. It doesn't matter. I, every year, I, it is incredibly quotable. It is unbelievably stupid and unbelievably fun to watch. National Anthem's Christmas Vacations on my list. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and I had one in my head. Hang on. It was one that's not that I didn't write down. Darn it. I can throw another okay. one out. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Wait, wait. Don't touch me. Wait. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, we got dead. We got dead air here. We got dead air. Oh, Oops. I can't come up with it. it All was, right. It was. It was. Oh. Move on to one you wrote down. Then, if you remember it later, we'll come back to it. Uh. Um. Let's see. Guilty pleasure. Um. I'm trying to remember that other one actually. Uh, oh well, um, I, I'd have to, to to say that every you know a groaner. Uh, well, no, no, not everybody groans at that. Uh, probably probably the Quiet Man, but that one isn't bad. No, it's, it's not just, bad. It's I wouldn't just call everybody, it It's just everybody kind of goes again. I'm like, hey, hello, it's March. Um, well, that goes back to. Uh, Dennis Miller's joke about what men want from women. Rule number five: Would it kill you to watch The Godfather with me for the fifty-second time? <laughs> uh, you know, after that, as many times as I've seen The Godfather, I can pass on it once or twice. Um, damn. No, I, I, I don't. I, um, oh, All right. Uh, uh, yeah, go. Go. I'll throw out a twofer. This is a pair of movies that John Cusack did back in the 80s that are stupidly bad, and yet I love them, and I will sit there and watch them, either one, Better Off Dead and okay. One Crazy Summer. Oh, I was afraid you'd say that. Both of them, I know they're bad. I know See, they're now, stupid. So Mrs. Walker is a big fan of Cusack. Uh, Cusack, sorry. Uh, big, big fan. And I saw it there, and I'm like, oh, honey – you got to see some early Cusack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so exactly she, how often she, did she walked punch out. You in the gym? She walked out. Uh, she walked out at the first scene with the radio, uh, the, with the radio contest. She went. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I can't do this. I, I, I can't. This is so stupid. I can't do this. It was funny as hell. I love. I, I I love uh, um, uh, no, ugh, I keep wanting to go say anything. No, uh, 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 Rich uh, Little two dollars, two dollars. Oh, uh, that's better off dead. Better off dead. I love better off dead. Yes. I, I mean, the, it's it's cute. It's funny. The girl is uh, with a terrible French accent. Um, yes. Yes. Oh, I think I think that was like her last film. I don't think she did any more films. 
No, no, she did a few more movies after that, and she's actually only recently started doing a little bit more stuff. I am a big fan of hers. Yeah. And and she was also in, by the way, she's also in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Um, uh, oh, okay. She was in the Amityville Horror, or one of the Amityville Horror movies. Um, she was in The Last American Virgin. Uh, she's She did a bunch of stuff back in the early to mid-80s. Really? They kind of dropped off. Diane Franklin's her name. Yes, yes. And I but mean, I love her at Simone. To, to, to see uh, what movie was it that they made? They poked a little fun at at, at two dollars. They did later on. I, I don't want to say it was point, uh, gross point blank, but somebody comes up to him and goes two dollars. I don't remember that. Oh, I wonder if I wonder if the wife remembers. Mm. One crazy because it was it, well, yeah. One crazy summer had quite a few faces in it. Oh yeah, Demi uh, Moore. Before, Demi Moore, she was starving, a starving artist then. Demi Moore, Jeremy Piven, Rich Little. Oh, I forgot about Je- well, Jeremy Piven was his best friend for the longest time. Oh yeah, they they did things together for a long. Hell, he was in Gross Point Blank twenty years ago with him. Yes, um, yes. They, I think, they I, think still- they, I think they, those two had a falling out of some kind, or maybe they just decided to go off in directions. Yeah. Um, Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, yeah. I think I saw an interview where he referred to that as really that was a cocaine rush. That would make sense. <laughs> um, that movie is 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 bad in a in every good way. Uh, <laughs> Better off dead though has has just a, a a again. It's a mountain of coke. I can't feel my nose. <laughs> Do you know the street value of this mountain? See, we could quote this movie because it's so fun. Well, and, and it's such an obsessive, obsessive. I mean, his hangers have pictures of the girl on it. Oh, God, that is so great. You you, you actually go, oh, my God, you poor deluded lout. Yes. You know? <laughs> but how many of us as teenagers had that crush that... You know, or that girlfriend that we thought, oh well, you know, if it, this is it, it's all. I over. know, I know. I dated her for six and a half years, on and off again. Yeah. Um. So that's that's a two for that I got in there. Um. What's your next one? Oh, it would have to be like an '80s movie, maybe. Uh, a lot of have... '80s movies fall in this, oh, by the way. Uh, well, yeah. Um. It it one that I. I keep reaching to and then putting it down because I know if I watch it too much, it's just <laughs> too painful. Logan's Run. Uh, we talked about that one. Uh, it seems like an age ago. Yes, uh, we did. It's 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 bad sci-fi. Um, it won an award, an Academy Award. For well, to for... be fair, they were all coked up when that movie <laughs> played. They were. And I think it was seventies, not eighties. But it's uh, you're, right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It was uh, definitely seventies. Yeah. Um, uh, um. Anyway, yeah. Um, you know the the, uh, the the whole premise. Everybody running around in what well, is equivalent to pajamas. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Let's put everybody in as loose fitting costumes and have them all look pretty. Yeah. And- yeah, there was there was there was a lot of boob shaking, uh, fair amount of nudity, but it was all tame stuff in comparison. Yeah, it was to what they do on television now. It was seventies. Well, no, no, there were still some boobs shown. 
There was still a little bit of that. Um, then the English television, how's that? Uh, then, of course, they did kind of a quasi-remake of it a few years ago called The Island with uh, Scarlett Johansson. and You know, Gregor. I remember, yeah, I remember seeing bits and pieces of it. It's sort of a quasi... Quasi-remake of it. Yeah, but it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't the same story. Yeah. Then, of course, Patrick Stewart, his version, Logan's Run. Logan. By the way, I can't watch Get that. Get my wheelchair. That's kind of the opposite of this. A movie that you know is good, but you can't watch. That's sure. an entirely different oh, list. Oh, yeah. We'll do that list. Oh. Let's do that list next week. I think we I got a, this list. Check your notes. We may have, yeah, Schindler's List, that movie. Uh, there's a few. Jagged Edge. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it fits into the, 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 the scheme of now that I know the ending, I can't watch it. Because the yes, fun of the movie, the, the fun of the movie was being on edge the whole way. All right, um, I got another one that I know it's not a good movie. I complain about stuff in it every time I see it, but if I run into the last thirty minutes of it on HBO, I will stop and I will watch those thirty minutes. <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> wait a minute, the original. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The the Ben Affleck. The 2017 Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot movie. I've only seen it once. And that's appropriate. Well, my family won't let me watch it. They're all like, ah, no. <laughs> you know, I've got well, it. Maybe the, the oldest, maybe the oldest. I've got it on the streaming service if you ever decide to rewatch it. I know. I tried to drag it up and no. So we end up watching the animated series of it. Well, that is a better that's a that's a better story. It's scary that it's that much better. Yeah. Oh, um, little side note while we're while we're talking, uh, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman in the excellent Batman the animated series, sure, has just been cast as old Bruce Wayne in the Crisis and in Infinite Earths uh, crossover that they're doing on the CW for all of their uh, DC shows. He will actually play Bruce Wayne in live action for the first time. I might actually watch it. I might actually watch that show. I haven't watched any of it. The boys ripped through. Actually, they got the wife in in, in on it too, Gotham. Um, the youngest started watching Arrow. They're also. I, started, in, I watched like two seasons of The Flash and gave up. I, I stopped. I stopped in the middle of season four on The Flash. I, I finally had enough. Um, I haven't watched any of those shows in a, in two seasons now. Um, but I will have to watch this. He is playing an older Bruce Wayne, the aged Bruce Wayne from Batman Beyond. Ooh. That's, yes. Loved, loved that animated series. Not only that, Brandon Routh, who's been on uh, Legends of Tomorrow playing uh, the Atom, will play the Kingdom Come version of Superman. He is returning to the tights as Superman for this crossover. Yeah, Kingdom Come, by the way, folks, if you've never read it, an amazing comic book. Just absolutely amazing from about 23 years ago. So, yeah, that's coming up. Anyway, I suppose, that, I suppose that'd be guilty pleasures instead of movies. It'd be comic books. But then again, that's just, you know, it's been so long since I've read. I gave you a ton. I haven't had a chance to read them. It's been it's been a I while. I gave you digital copy. I have not had a chance to read them. Okay. I, I appreciate them. I've had shit to do. That's okay. I stopped collecting them because I'm not reading them either. 
there you go i'm like i I filled up a a couple of gigs on my hard drive and i went what am i doing yeah all right what's next on yours Uh, i'm out do a couple more you're out i'd have to think up something then i've got um 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 oh 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 uh uh rockford files i i gotta disagree with you on this one because rockford files is legitimately good yeah that's true legitimately good and it has some of the Manichek. best stuff okay yeah that's bad I'll agree <laughs> no, with you come on, this can't be no <laughs> what are it you was, asking it of? was a typical 70s man yeah Banachek okay so that was part of the Wednesday mystery night that became the Thursday mystery night and and they had created several shows so that nobody ever had to work the full 22 so right. they would have Columbo was one of them they would have McLeod. They would have McMillan and Wife. Yep. They would have Banachek. There yep. might have been a fifth, but I don't think so. I don't think I think Ellery Queen Mysteries was was separate from that. Yeah, I think it was. And and that's kind of where I got my my love of mysteries because that was always fun. By the um, way, though, those Columbo movies still hold up. Yes. Oh God, yes. They, they, they were complete genius. Well, eventually they dominated. It became just Columbo. And Those McLeod. things are remarkable. Yeah, how good they are. Still. I can't figure out why McCloud was so popular. I mean, it was a, a it was a takeoff of of a Clint Eastwood movie. All right, so I'm gonna blow through blow past a couple of these that I. Uh, Come that on, just give us the titles, quick. Okay, uh, William Shatner. Just anything. William yeah, pretty Shatner. much. Shatner, you especially when he's a You'll actually Shatner. go T.J. Hooker? Are you shitting me? When he's at peak Shatner, I know it's bad, but it's still amazing to watch. However, I also have to include... Now, this one I think is legitimate up there. It is... I know it's rough to watch, and I know it's bad, but the 1966 Batman movie. <laughs> Just for Frank Gorshin. Oh my God. It is so rough to watch. And yet I will sit there and watch the whole thing. It was, it was actually weirdly spun genius. Oh God. Uh, yes. Unfortunately did a complete disservice to the Batman empire. But, um, but that, that, that takes to this day to fight, to, to almost get better from, uh, Ben Affleck really messed that one up. But, um, sorry. For those who might like Ben, but yes, um, the 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 submarine with the flippers on it. Uh, <laughs> oh God, yes. <laughs> they may be oh, the powder. The powder that that you know forms reforms the NATO. No, uh, oh, yeah, uh, whatever it was. They may be degenerates, chum, but they're still human old beings. Chum. Old chum, old chum, old chum. Yeah, yeah old chum. Which old chum? That's old shark bait. Wait, what? Um, it's a pity the passing dolphin had to. Great, he's channeling Shatner. No, no, that's Adam West. When you watch that movie, <laughs> West is Shatnering. Okay. West is full on Shatnering. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Um, that movie is so so bad and yet so so great to watch 
<laughs> it is so fun to watch that damn thing. Didn't Burt Ward die recently or no? No, Ward is still alive. Adam West died a couple Adam years West, ago. Adam West, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. In fact, Burt Ward, also going to be in that crossover. Really? Yes. Mind you, I don't think he's in the spandex, and that's a very, very good thing. That Nowadays, was the only time uh, the Catwoman was... Um, uh, Lee Merriweather. Merriweather. That was her one and only. Yes. But uh, she's good. She went on she's... to Barnaby Jones. Were you coughing up a hairball? Yeah, yeah. That, that... All right. This is the last item on my list. Jed Clampett solves mysteries. Yeah. With that ball sack wig he had on on the top of his head there. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like he could barely hold the six shooter. It's like his hand was shaking. Like he can barely hold himself up. <laughs> but he was cashing the checks. Skeletor had more meat on his bones than uh, <laughs> Barnaby Jones did at that point. <laughs> you know, I lied. I actually have two Which left. Which is coming on. out in, t- in two years, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, the second to last one I have is the 1986 The Transformers The Movie. Um, this is a cartoon movie that they did to tie into the TV series. It is a rough watch, but as a fan, I fucking love that movie. I know it's bad. I know they did things that were stupid and they ripped off Star Wars and they ripped off Star Trek and they did all this stuff. I get all that. I don't give a shit. But my all-time greatest example of a movie I know is bad but that I absolutely love, and it's because of my father. The Robin Williams movie, RV. This movie came out, he and Barry Sonnefeld did it. It's, uh, it is, um, it's not good. I know this. (laughs) I know this about the movie. It's not good. I don't admit this in real life to people very often that I love that movie but I own the Blu-ray of it it's sitting on my shelf right now um wait a minute Blu-ray yes hi, hi, I wanted to see that hi, cinema hi, in high def high def <laughs> for something that was I want to okay. see the steam coming off that senator is all I'm saying okay <laughs> you can but see I the, love you can see the, the the you can see the the ink screening uh, from the gels it is it is bad but it is so fun to, for me to watch and I I think it has to do with the pure joy my dad takes in watching that movie and I'm not even kidding about that he loves that thing and so that is the last one on my list but uh, if you've got stuff on yours let us know what it is folks you can reach out to us you can contact us at finleysthoughts at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Twitter at Finley's Thoughts. We would love to hear your take on something that you know is bad, but that you love it anyway. Um, there, there's a ton of those things out there. I would love to get more of my wife's. Partridge but, family. I, I, it's not mine. No, sorry. No. Look, I know people who honestly and earnestly love the Brady Bunch. I have never understood it. I no, I don't either. I I I don't no. No. How about Hazel? Uh, go back to the '60s. I was sitting getting that chili dog I was talking about. I was sitting in there, and a guy had up. 
what's the station that runs all of that old stuff? Me TV. Probably. And Bewitched was running. It actually created a dialogue between four of us. Dude, okay. <laughs> I was at a baseball game a few months ago. So much for that outro. No, no. Yeah, I know. This is the last thing I'm going to say about this. <laughs> Me and my wife are talking, and we make a reference to Green Acres. And the guy behind us is a fucking Green Acres savant. Oh, he no. knows. Yes. He oh. starts talking to us about it, and we're just like, okay, great. Okay. Yeah, get, look, they're hitting the ball. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the pig was named Arnold. That's great. Um, oh that my leads god! Leads to Petticoat Junction. They were all related. But oh, we talked Beverly, about it too that night. Beverly Hillbillies, Petticoat Junction, Pe- Green Acres. They're Pe- all together. Junction. <laughs> Folks, you can hear this kind of stuff every week if you subscribe to the podcast. You can find it through your wait, favorite. Are, are we sure we want to advertise that? Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, you can hear this every week. We try to do this kind of stuff every week, and it's pretty fun, and we hope you enjoy it as well. Walker, I had a blast tonight. That was fun. It was. Have a good night. Have a good night, too, sir. Folks, we'll see you next week. We're out.